Okay. Okay. Throat clear. Yeah, a little throat check. Welcome back to our lush ladies and bro backers. It's Brown Boys We Made It. Your host, heterosexually insecure boy Rom, and our steezy hippie Vic. What's up, Vic? Not much, dude. Just living the dream. Living the dream. Same Z's. Guess what? Same Z's. What? So your boy hit a four mile run uh, after work today, and then I treated myself to uh, some a strawberry mango boba tea, extra boba. And extra now, boba. Yeah, shit was wow. slapped hard as fuck. And Dude, now, any of the boba slapped the back of your throat super hard? Oh, I can swallow pretty good. And bro, then, bro. I, and then uh, I'm currently. Uh, enjoying a salted caramel, like, Froyo pop. It's fucking nice. That's crazy. Just living life, man. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, I'm literally enjoying a Kolsch-style ale made by Dissolver, my new favorite brewery out of Asheville. Ooh, nice. North Carolina beers are the best beers in the world. Um, actually, I just want to retract that. They're, they're, good. <laughs> they're good beers <laughs> but um, that yeah. was quick damn yeah that's uh, pre- i mean if, if we're gonna preach presence and precision actually, of words we have to be able to retract them as quick as we say them like we have to have the opportunity and we have to have the you know presence of mind of ability yeah but that, that it's like Whatever North Carolina beer it is, you just like went from a hundred to zero on them super quick. So well, pretty I much see. what you're saying, it's just a average ass beer. Oh hell no! All right, so let's keep going. This beer is called um, "Thank You for Existing." Um, yeah, talk about what not brewery average. Is it? It's the, this elite. This is the most least average beer. Okay, let's get well, that across. Give the brewery a shout out. It's called Dissolver. It's D S S D S S O L V R. I've been in Asheville. I've never seen that brewery. It probably is average. Dude, it's new. Um, it's actually like a bunch of these really, really like uh, nerdy and uh, edgy ass brewers that have like really good fundamental skills and they in- incorporate like really crazy complex flavors mm-hmm. whilst also doing like techn- technical stuff like double roasting or even just doing a double IPA, so they're dealing with higher alcohol content. Very fermented. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's amazing stuff. I bought a I bought a four pack. I was get, I'm getting cheeky. I got them all singles. I know. God, that's I some know, like I know. I know. Grown man shit. I know, dude. If I was white, I'd be blushing. Honestly. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm just you know. It's like a, you know, like on Instagram, some of those like uh, dad Instagrams, it's like, you can't just go to a grocery store and not get a four pack. Like, what the fuck? Every other dad's probably checking you out in the line like, oh, he went with that four pack, uh, some Asheville distillery. Um, brewery for one. And um, everyone knows if it's Asheville before the word brewery, it's probably fire. Come on, let's get real here. True. Asheville actually has like, some really good ass beer. It's the best beer in anyway. We don't need to get into that. I mean, we have like, you know, other beer companies coming in to Asheville because the water quality is just so superb. You know what I mean? It's um Yeah. It's not the kind of beer you'd like pour it on your head. 
kind of thing. You got to enjoy it. Oh, dude, yeah, you're enjoying it. But I mean, I'm pouring it on my head, but my head is just tilted back and my mouth is open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Still, yeah, my no, head. I know. Yeah, you're getting wet on the inside. I'm getting, dude, sloppy. But honestly, it's crazy now, these grocery stores. You could literally, the, the, the carts have a beer holder in them you could live there's like a little bar area in the wait gro- no shit yeah. oh yeah the bar area yeah i went grocery shopping at ht harris teeter for my non-east coast people okay um, i love the abbreviation gives it a real edgy vibe even though right? it's not edgy at all it's like i've been there more than once kind of vibe when i dropped that oh yeah then. dude L- loke dogs only I'm an HT boy. Imagine not having a bar in your grocery store. Like, it was packed yesterday at the bar at HT. I was like... Yeah, I mean, who isn't getting a drink before they go walk around and spend their money and or just buy their weekly necessities, do a mundane task? Like, why not have a beer with it? Like, whoever yeah. came up with having a, a, a brew corner, a little bar inside of the grocery store was an alcoholic for sure oh for sure but he <laughs> but he gave back he, he put others before himself and you know what shout out to the city boys we're up with that that move whichever alcoholic made it happen it's not just for girls when they buy wedding dresses <laughs> to enjoy a little bubbly oh yeah oh now you're getting like these husbands like offering to go to the groceries you know what i mean oh yeah. hi don't worry, darling. I'll be going to the grocery store this week. Don't worry. I got it. Go ahead and look back. Go ahead. They're, they're like hitting up their group chat like, boys, y'all, y'all try to get our uh, family grocery runs in at the same time. And he's like, Timmy, what the hell did I tell you about that family pack? Go put that family pack back. We're getting you the, the regular pack. What do you think? We're made out of gold? You know what I mean? Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't remember that reference. Oh, dude, you don't watch Napoleon Dynamite? You're probably not. I watched any... it in the theaters like 15 years ago. In the theaters? Yeah, I watched Napoleon Dynamite when it like released him in the movies, theaters. Dude, Cinema. I'm pretty I sure, think I'm pretty had... sure uh, Napoleon Dynamite is a goat movie. It's one of the greatest of all times. It is a goat movie. I think that's when I fell in love with Tater Tots. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what's up? Oh, let's just go ahead and get our plugins out of the way. Follow us at Brown Boy We Made It Instagram. New post dropped today. Cute as fuck. Yeah, Look at socials our brown... are popping, dude. It really is. Got people sliding in the DMs, continue to slide through. It's wet. It'll be smooth. And then, um, you know, leave a voice message. And... Yeah, yeah. If you didn't hear the last voice message on uh, the last episode, uh, someone sang a song on there and it was fantastic. Um, We'd love to give you credit if we could, but we can't uh, because we don't know who it is. But we love you, and we would love more, more singing to happen, and more voice messages, and more throat sounds going into our ear holes, please. Boom! Attention out there. Thank you for existing. You're welcome. Rom, how do you feel about uh, having the IG on your uh, cell phone and being able to reach out to all these bro backers and lush ladies that are interacting with us and just showing the love? Are you feeling the love or what? Yeah. Oh, 100% feeling the love. And I think my perspective on 
social media has changed. I think it was good to take a break. And then once I've gone back in and also have like changed other things in my life, it's kind of changed the way in terms of like, what do I follow and look at, but also, you know, getting involved with Brown Boys Who Made It and the, I, like all our bro backers slash ladies are so supportive and spread so much love. And then even just filtering out things on my own timeline, I actually have a different view on social media than I did prior to like six months ago. Talk about eight. it a little bit. Give us a little insight of uh, what your relationship is like with social media, what sacrifices you make, what input, what output you get, you know what I mean? What stimulation you get. Yeah. I think that's a great topic because I'm, everyone can relate to this and social media has become such a part of our culture our millennialism um oh dude isms isms i think that makes it sound smart anyways um so i'll be honest i think social media used to affect me a lot especially prior to this year and uh in two ways one i think i was very self-conscious of whatever i put out on social media and I would worry, granted, if you look at my Instagram, you can follow me tagged in the bio. I have like 10 posts, but I and straight like, heaters though, honestly, they're like the most heated <laughs> posts I've ever seen. They they're are like fucking so hot. artsy in the way that they're like cropped poorly. Uh, the, yeah. They're so artsy <laughs> in the way that the choice of photos are just like so obscure. They're they are artsy, obscure. Dude. It's just an art platform for, for the guy. It's obvious. Yeah, it, it's truly, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of heat on that Instagram uh, <laughs> profile. So be careful before you peek at it. But He's got a bunch of instages on there. Tons. Well, the reason I even started is when I started that 5K, I thought that social media was a way to advertise things. So like, that's really the only reason I made one. Uh, still haven't really figured out the social media game. Shout out to our social media team. Just straight fucking it up. Yeah, they're and, killing it they're killing it um but so it affected me in two ways i was self-conscious of stuff that i put up and would overthink it and then two like definitely compare myself or um would just be like damn why is everyone's life like just look so fucking awesome all the time and you know and i realized a lot of it's my own well so then i took a six month or eight month break pretty much when i had my awakening moment and like just needed to focus on myself. Something me and my yogi talked about was like, you do need to strip away from some things in life and wait to reintegrate back into it. I felt like timing was right once we made the Brown Boys. Uh, All about timing, Instagram. baby. Yeah, timing is always right. And it was right when I got back in. And I think at that point, I developed enough awareness and like consciousness of myself of having more control of what I view and also definitely built up more inner belief confidence on I'm not really ashamed of what I put out because it's me and um, I feel good about it so um, I so, definitely it, it definitely required a filtering but mm -hmm. I think now I realize it's not so much of stop judging myself or others it's more of like wait social media is a social platform it allows us to interact it's like another medium to potentially have touch points with other people so even since i've been back and things i've put up on my own instagram or things that we've seen come through the brown boys who made it what's been awesome is i've been more confident putting stuff up and seeing things come through 
on the Brown Boys Instagram. And I've had a few interactions on both platforms and it's been super positive. On both accounts. On both accounts. Like when I put up the Brown Boy stuff on my personal (laughs) Instagram, I had a ton of people DM me and check it out. And like, you know, it was just good. I'm like, this is what social media is for. And as long as I focus on putting stuff that's true to me. And then if I also, you know, you have to be discernment, use your discernment and follow things that are true to like, you as well absolutely then it's not going to be a toxic thing for you absolutely that's 100 percent it right there i mean it's how you let it affect you as well i mean you're understanding that what you're putting out there is truly the things that you're proud of you know what i mean the things that even if someone bashed it'd be like okay bro like dude bashing people bullying is so like fucking fifth grade like chill you know what i mean like like that's that's at the point we're at because it's it's something you're proud of and it's something that you stand for and that's what we should remember and we shouldn't be you know creating this identity that requires us to be a whole separate kind of person you know you could be a different person in the sense of a character i mean there's characters out there that are you know just a representation for entertainment purposes on the internet you know it's but it's it's um as your personal account yeah, love to hear it, man. And it's, I hope everyone out there realizes how influential and important it is to filter the things that you see on your timeline. It's so crucial. You're, these are the things that literally get imprinted in your brain to be considered as normal and typical and comfortable. And you have to understand that these things are subliminally subconsciously affecting your mm-hmm. life you know what i mean you have to see that as um as markers of capable change you know what i mean you have to see that those are points of influence that are, is either degrading or you know upgrading your life it's up to you and i hope everyone takes the time to look at their timeline and consider what they see follow hashtag if you don't know how to do this you can go about just following hashtags that are totally just broad and it shows you more accounts and more things that have the the hashtag and so then it allows you to explore within the different accounts of what you're trying to trying to see and what the vibe is of like maybe a professionalism or a viewpoint or an aesthetic um of course you can just you can go straight up and unfollow you can go search um what your other the people that you aspire or look up to or basically want to keep ingesting you can see what they're following and the people following them and that's why that list is available you have to understand the way that you use the platform is so important and i and i want to send love and awareness and bravery to everyone out there listening to this blush ladies bro backers that you can change a huge portion of your life by changing what you look at daily it's, yeah, I'm gonna double down on what Vic oh, said. Oh, oh, you're gonna double down, double dip, back it up, back it down. I'm a double dip boy. I'm gonna leave it on the floor, pick it up five seconds, and still put it in my mouth. Oh um, my gosh, Ron, that was fresh, dude. Jerbs don't fresh. hurt me. Honestly, I haven't heard you speak that fresh on the pod in a long time. You're feeling fresh today, huh? I've been feeling fresh all week, dog. You, you showered, didn't you? I, I am fresh. It. I did shower. Oh Ooh. my god. I knew. 
Speaking of showering, so I've been using this like lavender exfoliating uh, body scrub. Shout out to my lush ladies. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't believe that they're giving us uh, tips on uh, personal hygiene and health and self care. I love the lush ladies; they're so good. Yeah, my skin is probably as soft as a uh, me and as an eight year old in that picture that our social media team decided to drop today. <laughs> Instagram, brown boys, we've made it. Go follow it. But yeah, back to the big bet. Oh yeah, so so yeah, I, I so couple things. Like I think the subconscious thing is hundred percent. Like you just don't realize how much it affects you subliminally, as Vic said. Even just like stories, it doesn't have to be posts. Like stories that you tap on for a second or the posts you see. But here's here's a challenge I'd love to throw out um, to our Burbackers and Lush ladies and fellow Brown boys. Go check on your phone your app usage. See how see how many hours a day you're on a social media. It it will probably um, blow your mind. You won't amount. you won't post what your uh, what your usage is your hourly time usage is. Rom, I'm challenging on our, you on our story. Um, let's get let's. You want to post stats? You want to give stats to the world? Should we give stats to the world? How long? Dude, I'm on it a lot. I'm not going to lie. I'm on it a lot. Yeah, I feel like I'm, especially when I'm working from home, no one's here to oversee me. I'm probably on my phone in between meetings all the time. Yeah, like, your thumb is probably swollen, dude. Now that you're back on it, like you're, you're kind of like, uh, you know, your thumb hasn't gotten the workout that it's used to. And now you're just scrolling at it like incomprehensible speed. You know, is your, how's your thumb, dude? Yeah, to be honest, I do have some, like, thick boy thumbs. <laughs> Damn, dude, honestly. Never know, though. That's hey, silly, I man. might just be advanced in our species. Honestly, yeah. But you got some dude, sweet, you got some good thumbs, dude. Check the usage. And then the second part of the challenge is filter your Instagram. Do that. Take Take this weekend and filter out things that no longer make you feel good about yourself and then give it three weeks see how you how you feel and if you and let us know in the dms and follow the things that you aspire to be like or you know what you aspire to do like if it's an activity or like you know and then it helps you casually learn about these things like i can't tell you how much i learned from my social media it's crazy i mean that's probably why I'm on it so much it's because it's my tap into so many different industries, so many different topics, so many different sports, so many different markets, you know, depending on just like it's a knowledge vault. It, it is a knowledge vault. It's and it's could possibly be a toxic vault also. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have the code to decide which door to open. Yeah, and I'm so thankful to have gotten, you know, the awareness of what, you know, the effects of social media, social media is to me, um, to the lush ladies and bro backers. I don't know if you've seen on the Speaking Vibrations page, which is my, which is my account, my personal account on the first uh, slide. That's me retiring. I think that was in like 2016 or something. Me like getting off of Instagram, that red that you see all across my IG Ron, do you? Do yeah, you know I've about? seen it. Yeah, you know that's my blood. That's that's a picture of my finger with the flash on. How sick, yeah. is that, dude. What's up? Do you get bloody with it? Are you even wet? I'll, I'll stay dry on this one. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
I, I, I saw the, and I used to be a heavy, heavy Instagram user. If you check my, my, the speaking vibrations po- uh, page, it has 570 plus posts. Yeah. That's crazy, brazy Tracy Morgan. It's crazy. But for me, it was a diary and I didn't care about what people were, you know, if people liked it or not, commented or not. Half the time, I don't even reply to that stuff. But for me, it was, um, it was a store, it was a memory bank, you know, and I could keep it all up there and not have to save it. And I would write a lot of poems on there and a lot of like reflections. And I had a lot of sweetheart. Dude, honestly, I'm the cutest fucking thing on two legs, dude, to be honest. You put the Romeo and Romeo Victorino. Dude, honestly, we can go into that after for sure. Um, got Am a funny, I the Julia? Got, uh, I don't know, dude. I'll let you know at the ball when we go. Okay. See, <laughs> see, see, if the, see if the slipper fits. Oh, speaking of, I did find out it's an open bar, Vic. No, that's deadly, dude. I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I want to go with you. Uh, well, you're lost. I'll take a lunch, lady. <laughs> you're lost. Her loss if you end up blacking out and making a fool of yourself. I'm not going to black out at a ball. I'm not going to black out a ball, dude. I enjoy them way too much. But, yeah, I end up then realizing about I like the way it was then ma- taking out the essence of moments. Like, whenever I would, uh, you know, be posting... And it was crazy because I, I treated it like a job. Obviously, I didn't work at the moment. I was going to school. And so, like, I would have so many messages and stuff, obviously, because I'm in a different country just doing such different things. And I moved away from all my friends so quickly. Refer to episode one if you want to know where I went and what I did. But, yeah, I mean. So, it was one of your buckets. It was like your creative bucket. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It was my creative bucket. Yeah. And then, so leaving it was hard, honestly. Like, uh, I take a lot of photos. Honestly, I have so many gram hammers that are unposted that are just epic. Um, I have a couple of uh, photo blogs on the internet. I could eventually share that if it was, people were interested. But it's just, you know, it's just a big part of me that I decided to leave that because of the influence that it was doing to me. But um, I kept a passion alive of photography and poetry, and um, now I'm, I've learned so much from social media that we hired the social media team. I, you know, I, I vetted everyone and made sure they're all legit, and if they're not legit and they can't hang, then they had to bounce, you know what I mean? Damn. You yeah. cut people loose? Yeah, dude, the social media team <laughs> does, not, does not play around. We only keep the best of the best. Like earlier today, they posted it at 6 p.m. I was like, oh, God. like you gotta wait at least to like eight, like to, or to like eight or at least like ten or midnight. Like, come on, no well, one's but... gonna see that at at that time. Like, no one's scrolling. Everyone's going home in their car. Like, get real, dude. Or spending time eating dinner. Yeah, like they're, with their loved ones. Exactly, their phones are down. Yeah, I had to talk with a social media team, man. But you know, they're getting better. Did they, they respond well to your directive? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm a sweet, cute Romeo. I'm just trying to tell them the facts that they want to know. They were like, "Wow, it's a perspective I've never even thought of." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, get real. Like, 
are you using instagram or is instagram using you like are you learning or is it learning about you the algorithm which one is winning your mind or the algorithm get real there you go good shit big thanks dog thanks just had to had to let him know but i'm all for it all for the expression but not for the regression capabilities that it has and i want everyone to know that it's powerful and what you see forms you and your capabilities are endless and you choose your destiny and you're powerful i love you all lush ladies bro backers thank you guys for all that you do and love you rom once once every pod love you too vic yeah but dude i got a crazy story about that whole romeo topic you're saying yeah go for it so Drop there, it on me. there was this uh, there's this other guy named romeo as well right oh fuck is there beef did y'all fight up over one julia dude honestly we sh- we weren't even using social media that well if we weren't doing shit like that honestly so we didn't do that so we were losing but so his name's romeo and he is um uh, a well-rounded guy super cool successful and uh nice very humble yeah, very humble and just chill um and so we get to talking and we end up at a conversation that's talking about the way that our name has influenced and molded our lives you know what i mean having a name like romeo i'm sure has an effect like if someone was named like zeus or something you know what i mean like and so we started talking about it in consideration to like you know the the stigma of always like where's your juliet or like like oh romeo like uh, you know what i mean like the most like lover uh, boy yeah, like, haven't haven't heard that one before um but like you know just like that kind of sway of mind thought a total judgment a total inconsideration to our sentiment and just like just overall you know yeah um so we get to talking about it and he like we he starts to humble down and we we both humble down and talk about it and we state that it i mean it has such an interesting way of molding us i mean like we were talking about with perception like the perception of the name has an effect in the way that you know you you live your life and he also loves the ladies and the ladies love him that's just the way it is and it's like something that we were laughing about so much and we honestly like we laugh about it because it's nothing serious it's nothing to you know be braggadocious about or like something to be boastful about it's it's just it's like a friend it's like we're just friendly in that way but it's funny how as another romeo he he and i both connected an understanding of like the way that names can mold us have you ever thought about that rom yeah 100% um like if your name well, is jesus i'm sure you would have a and then well you, just, you know my name is like the jesus of like the hindu religion chill yeah it's a uh, it's based off Rama, ramayana who was like wait wait you have, you're saying that with like uh peanut butter in your mouth Ram, raminar ramayana 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 yeah but basically very similar to like having like a name like jesus or in a different religion but um like a very leadership oriented god i would say like you know he was like a ruler you could i don't know how the best way to describe it but um he was like a a deity or something yeah and i actually do think there's a lot of 
uh, correlation to your name and kind of like how it plays out. Yeah, in your everyone keeps your mind. Personality you and life. They, if you keep getting reminded every single time someone says or like meets you or like is renewed by the name, like and they keep reminding you of it, like how many instances does that happen like throughout your lifetime? Like it's got to start getting in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, I guess it's the choice of do you surrender to it or does it surrender to you? Oh, so this is like a, the exact same concept of like the influence social of social media, media right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, eventually, obviously, you get to a point where you're able to think more clear and direct and understand like this, having these kind of conversations. And so it's not controlling us. But like, you know, growing up as a kid, whenever you are being molded as a as a cute ass bitch ass little kid, you know, <laughs> you're... you're 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 getting formed by everything around you you're a moldable piece of clay when you're a kid yeah that's just reality Ooh. so as you're as sharam have you have you felt that and seen that as uh i guess as an indian whenever you're in india like people asking about my name mm-hmm. I'm like making a fuss about it or like bringing uh. Nah, uh, not, not really, uh, to be honest. Really. Eh. I'm a leader, so they just follow suit. Speaking of leadership, how's that whole uh, job scenario coming? Oh, yeah. we got. I got some weekly updates. Dude, I think why I've been in... up with an update, please. Okay. Uh, shout out Creaky Chair is still there. Dude, but... shout out. Spend like 50 bucks and get I need some lube on this chair. <laughs> what was that? WD-40? KY Jelly? Have some of that, JK. Um, no, okay, so I think I know why I've been in a good mood. And I 100% think it's because I've been doing my yoga every day and getting back to it. Yeah, because your blood is flowing, bringing new oxygen to your brain, allowing your brain to flow at a higher rate, allowing you to realize that life is way more thankful. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it has. I think my awareness went up a lot more since I've been doing it. And I realized like walking and even like runs and stuff like that is not a meditative replacement for my yoga. But um, yeah, I think it just opened me up to being aware of a lot more things that come throughout my day that I'm grateful for. And one of them being literally the next day after we dropped that pod and I was talking about how I knew a new role was coming right around the corner it presented itself literally that next day in the afternoon and i was like oh shit this is a lot sooner than i thought so um moving into like a project manager role for it's like a 12-month project or like a 10-month project it's up until next may which the level is a step up but Unfortunately, your boy's not getting paid any extra. It's kind of like doing free work, but it's for a much more difficult job. Um, And basically what my manager and I talked through is like, look, the business needs it. This is like a huge exposure opportunity. I'm going to be rolling out like BPM dynamic Microsoft products to a whole division and some AI stuff. So very technical and something I haven't done in probably a couple years in my career. So I'm excited to get back into it and then show my stuff. And, you know, he was like, I think it's going to hashtag pop top, baby. Um, 
You heard that? Hell yeah, I heard I that. I was trying to be a sneaky little pop topper, dude. Nah, yeah, there, there was nothing sneaky about it. But, um, well, yeah, love, so love, love you for it. <clears throat> so, going into that, probably starting the next couple weeks, um, excited. Basically, it was told to me that this is going to take you to like that next, next level. So, that's that's the plan and you know what after meditating on it thinking about it, i did speak to my dad like yeah he, so ron he, called me and was like trying to get advice from me and i was uh i mean you know i was like uh son listen here you know <laughs> <laughs> i was like listen here son i know you know you know i know you call me poppy but um you got to call your actual dad here because he's older and he has to give you some wisdom like that's why we have to cherish our elders you know what i mean our elders they're wise are wise and we we as a generation can't be fearful of asking for you know for wisdom or you know asking for assurance or asking for you know certification instead of validation because like we don't want that because we're we're separate we're identities our identities are ourselves already you know what i mean not from not our parents but you know, like, just asking for their opinion—it's harmless. If we're not, we don't, we can separate away and not take it personal. Their, oh, opi- yeah. their opinion is invaluable. You know what I mean? With their, with their awareness to how we are, with awareness of, you know, uh, you know, our emotional state that that they know because they're our parent and like, you know, our capabilities and you know, our tendencies. We we have to harness, and the the power of the wisdom of our parents and you know the elders around us without taking anything personal and i just wanted to say that just because it's such a powerful tool that i feel like our generation you know really kind of avoids because there there was such a a dissonance of uh communication between our parents and their grandparents because of such a you know it's a bunch of generational shit like war and depression great depression but like anyway talk to the elders elders give wisdom wisdom is love don't take anything personal what did your dad say ron yeah so i think me and him were kind of just on the same page of he he was just like you guys were on the calendar page yeah like i had been telling him kind of what i recapped in the last pod of like where how i I've got like he knew how I got into the role that I was in or currently in until I transitioned, and he was just like, "Look, like you did everything you could. Like there, and the thing is, even though it's not a pay raise at this moment, it's gonna probably lead to a pretty big pay raise, like ten months from now. So trust that." But he was like, "What you really yeah. need to trust is That's the probably fact true. that not a whole year, probably yeah, just ten months." Yeah, and he was like, "What you really need to trust is." He was like, the knowledge you're, he was like, you did everything you could. And you, he was like, you're even telling me that if you just wait these next like six months till you can uh, move out, or if you like, or just waiting for a role to jump in that waiting period, people tend to kind of remember some like some sort of recency biases involved. So he was like, well, if you're not doing anything because there's not anything to do, you're going to naturally be bored and it's going to come mm-hmm. off. And he was just like, he was like, leave on a high note. Like he, he's right. like, fuck it. You have an opportunity to learn. You're going to be a select few people. And it also who, shows your bravery. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Bravery is a big flex. Like if you can show that you're brave, that's a, you know, that, that, that gets respect. And he's like, it's an opportunity. You'll be a few people involved in this kind of project. That stuff like pays dividends. And he was just like, I think you already know and just do it. And I was like, uh, yeah, honestly, you're right. And, and for me, I think like bravery wise, not to sound like cocky, but like work is one thing like I've never like it, it, the actual job itself and the level it is like never made, like I was never afraid of it. It was more of, I wanted to jump into like that like money raise permission too as well at the same time but you know that's the interesting thing about life it's usually never how we expect it to be when these good things come in and i just had to trust like it's gonna take me where i want to be and now i feel 100 more confident about that after having a couple days to think about it um, so did you make that commitment already yeah i already made the commitment oh, congratulations and, to rom yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. i want to be the first to congratulate you Thank out you, of all the, the bro, bro backers and lush ladies out there. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no and problem, I, I felt bad. It, it was tough. Like I met with my team and kind of let them know uh, yesterday. And it, it was like a, it was a heartfelt moment that it, I felt honestly, one of the most, like I had one of my employees, like a few of them were like, no, like we're all attached to you. Like you can't leave us. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like it, it's like a business decision. Like I, it, it just like at this point makes sense. And uh, from the rest of my peers, like everyone's you're just a leader. Supporting. You're just a natural born leader. It might be, you know. I mean, honestly, I I think I do think that is kind of like my destiny as type. Like, uh, not to, you, again, not to sound cocky. I just know like that's how my life. There's has no played such out. thing as being cocky, Rom. Like we have to get this across, right? Because we are hosts of a podcast and we are brown boys that made it and being of the stature of have made making it we already naturally you know see the scalps of everyone right we're not saying we look down at people but we already understand things and we question things which means that we see viewpoints at a different light already you know what i mean there's there's no cocky because there's no difference from being ugly and not being ugly because there's no such thing as ugly because ugliness is in the eyes of the beholder and that means that the person is ugly you know what i mean the person seeing it like it's all like there's no such thing you know what i mean it's all yeah. a facade it's all the societal like you know what i mean like no there's no such thing as cocky you deserve to feel that pride that makes you feel cocky because you've worked hard to get there yeah and, you know what i mean it's it's you're, not, know- you're not you're not sounding cocky you're you know, you're just sounding like a leader. You're sounding like Shur- uh, Rani or what was the Ramayana. name? Ramayana. Ramayana. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you're, you're just, yeah. you're just doing you, right? You're, you're doing exactly. things that, you know, you, you would be proud of. In this case, you're, you're not necessarily posting, but you're, you're exuding out of, you know, vibration with the people around you and the things you do. Ram, I'm proud of you, bro. 100%. I appreciate no. that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. And yeah, so to talk through, like, I think in my whole life, it's always pointed at, I have always been that, like a natural born leader, but more of like a silent leader where I trust people to view my actions and follow suit in a way of like, be a good example and people follow suit and just focus on being like connecting and less of like, proving myself in a leadership role and that's because i always like my skills i've always 
I don't know. The way I talk to any like senior leader, it's so funny. I just tell them like, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I've had six roles in five years and none of them have I ever had any prior experience in. I just have enough trust in myself that I can figure this out quick. And the way to make the actual outcomes that you're looking for is just me focusing on my employees being engaged. Let me personally focus on the strategy side of it because that's the other skills that I have is I'm good at the strategy and figuring things quick. But the other half is the people need to be on board. And I've always just focused on if I make sure my people are happy, that combination goes so well. And that's why I've been Dude, pushing. Take notes, boys and girls. That is the way to hold yourself and the way to present yourself in front of a superior or at a business meeting or in any way like that. You know, you understand yeah. yourself and you, you say it confidently. And it and it's not about being cocky. It's authentic. But it's, it's undoubtable because it's authentic. Exactly. It's yeah. genuine. And it just exudes that this guy fucks. This guy licks tits for sure lactate baby but um yeah so and that's why i tell them because i'm like that's my why i so i'm part of this like senior leadership development program and that was like something we all had to talk about in one of our meetings um like well not in that meeting but i got paired up with like a a senior leader and we had like a like a one-on-one check-in meeting and he asked me he was like hey what's your like why and i was like look I know I will be a senior leader and my job is to gain as much knowledge and skills of different type of strategy work because once you're at that level, a lot of it is strategy. And then I told him, I was like, the reason I want to move into senior leadership is because I will have effect on more and more people that are underneath me. Like right now I have a team of like 10, but at that point, like it'll be a team or I'll lead a department of 250 people. I was like, the impact to make 250 people happy to come to work, knowing that they can rely on me to do the right decisions and use my mind to make the right strategy choices. And then also because I care about them being happy. I read this article and also I had an experience with a bad manager. You're giving a real big Wolf of Wall Street vibe right now, dude. Well, so I read an article and I've also been blessed to have a bad manager and a and the exact opposite of good manager this article right, is so right. true nine out of ten reasons or 90 percent of people leave a job because they are not happy coming into work every day and the reason they're yeah, not happy course. to work is like usually directly relied uh, or based off who their leader is because it was it was so interesting the article goes deep and it's like people will do a shitty job for a good leader people will leave a an amazing job for a bad leader and i've always taken that to heart because i'm like i i i tell like i I told him i was like there's no complicated things to get like outcomes it's literally like i don't need to coach my crew on specific technical skills or anything like that i'm like they will learn it like i will nudge them and help them but it me micromanagement is going to do absolutely nothing like I tell, I tell them, like the philosophy is so simple. It's literally be connect with them, be supportive and make sure that they're happy. Like they can come into work relaxed and be their best selves. Everything works out on its own. And that that's my why. And it's a little bit different. And, but I, I trust like I'll get there at some point. And it sucked because my team, you know, for them, they were hoping I'd stay longer and they weren't expecting me to leave, but 
the other thing about my career is I had a, in my first leadership role, I had probably six different teams during that time. So they turned over so quick because they all moved on. And for me, I had gotten used to like, in a way, not getting attached as mm -hmm. they did to me. So as they were saying it, like I met with one of my uh, employees like right after it and she was like crying in our meeting because like her and I have a very close bond and like she's we both opened up to each other personally and stuff and like hearing her cry like it sucked but at the end of the day it's like like I'm like I'm not going anywhere like I'm not one of those people who no matter where I go like I'll never reach out or would not like connection is lost like that and I think most people who know me know that well like I'm probably the first person to like if you reach out to me i will 100 like you don't have to worry that i wouldn't ever make time or uh find a way to get back to you or if not immediately like i'm pretty responsive for those people that are close to me so and i let her know i was like right. there's nothing to be fear or be afraid just because it's not a, a formal like relationship anymore of me being your leader like I, I'll always be a message, a phone call, whatever you need, and no, you know, wrong, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, I, I do care about people a lot, and like especially those that are close to me, and like, um, like I'll always do whatever I can to help them out, and that sometimes is a flaw to me, but it's also I think one of my greatest strengths, and like, you know, as long as I practice my discernment, I can, you know, utilize that skill set. Right. Um, and I well, think that's I think that's so important, and so it has a lot of you know this has a lot of reflection capabilities you know you, you are just so secure in yourself that you've created these concepts that you know for you make sense the most and that for you is the you know the formula and that has worked and so what can you give to people who like as, as an advice in reflection of like how you're so understanding of yourself and the way that you interact with the world or i guess you know in i guess in this scenario but like with people who you know are who more struggle with are, that. yeah are, who struggle who are more worried about the outward Other, things who who yeah. aren't seeing the importance of an inward reflection who aren't seeing the importance of you know their own fundamental core who they are to what that means as to what they stand for in this world you know what i mean it's like yeah a, yeah like too worried about what does the world want not what i want and then they don't ever that, get they don't ever get to be the character that they that they were meant have. to be yeah exactly like, and then they know, just struggle with an insecurity of not being able to fulfill all or any roles of life and then it's just like a you know time goes by and they're like what the fuck happened right yeah, and then it creates you know a lagging anxiety a depression and just like a thought circle and it's just the constant cycle of disappreciation of life yeah so i think i can like tie this in really well with right personal my personal life and my work life so we've talked about this in the pod my core wound is being a people pleaser and a lot of what vic just said right now it's that dichotomy of you know something internally like doesn't feel good to you or like you know stuff internally that feels good for you but then what happens is you're so focused on what outwardly expectations are that you kind of go against those because you don't think they fit what or you think you're being selfish when you are 
operating out of that center of what makes you feel good. So you try to do things that you think will make other people feel good. And what ends up happening, it comes mm -hmm. off inauthentic. So if for some mm -hmm. reason, they will pick up on that. And like, it, it's like in a way, Vibes, it's just, dude, vibrations, it, yeah, are, it's, vibrations are real. It's like sketchy or, or what really fucks you over is you may have sold yourself, but you sold yourself to the wrong person. And that's how you get stuck with that manager who's going to make your life fucking living hell. Or if you want to talk about life, that's when you're like stuck with friends or relationships that drain you or just make you feel like so insecure about yourself, not confident. And like, and you're just wondering like, wait, why, why, like, how did I get here? Like, why the fuck is every aspect of my life just like not fulfilling? And it's because you know it internally, but it's like a lot of times what happens when people stay honest are, with yourself, dude, yeah, stay honest. who are people pleasers is that's, it, it's a way of like not getting in your own power because you feel afraid. And like, it's kind of what I talked about. I was like, I will do anything for my friends and like something that I, it's something I care about and I, I feel good about, but at, there are times where that has really bit me in the ass where I realized like maybe the friendship relationship wasn't reciprocal and you're being used. And then you're like going to them sometimes when you actually need help and then realize they're like not there. And like that ha in, so two examples in work, when I was under that terrible manager, that was like my, you can say like traumatic moment or where um, I had oh, to enter. I'm sorry, Rom. Sorry, you can't do that. But basically, they told me I have no social awareness and like essentially hit me in like some pretty core spots of like who I was. And I was like, you, you've never even taken the time to get to know me. And I was battling with myself because I was like, well, I have all these friends at work and like people who know me and like, but like this person who I looked up to because of just their title or whatever and i just got ripped down and i went through an 18 month like not 18 maybe it was like 12 months at work where i didn't like apply for anything i was like really just trying to figure out who i was and i fortunately because you know life is always trying to support you and they try to align you with people that are meant to be there it's up to you to see it i got aligned with a mentor who's my current boss and i talked about him in the last part like he's the man he's always like thought put me in situations to win Shout out Chris. Me, Eric but <laughs> <laughs> but you know he he's the one who who let me know my why and what I think is right and how like is is better than just enough like it's it's me and like once I stepped into that that's where all my confidence when I moved into my first leadership role and like everything I've accomplished since then has come from because I've fully i don't change the way i do things no matter like what anyone else tells me to do or says like i'll bounce it out but i'll never abandon that authenticity and then yeah so and, so that brings up check your friends if yeah check your friends if if they're not supporting you if they're talking you down if they're we're saying shit from your behind your back, like you know sometimes they like there's friends that you'll hear that they only talk about like your lows, but they don't like celebrate your highs. Like right. I've had that, like, and I'll say, so in my personal life, like that I, I had established this confidence at work 
And I think right now I'm in that process of coming into my confidence, my personal life. Like I definitely still have my slip ups and stuff. And it's a learning period for sure. It, it always be a learning thing, but it's just cause you're I, dripping, dude. You, you yeah. slip a lot because you're just dripping constantly. I'm, just, I'm a wet boy. Um, but yeah, like, you know, as I went through my awakening process and then even when I reintegrated initially back into Charlotte and stuff, like I was still like reacclimating and I didn't get all a lot of this right, but I've made a lot of mistakes, but a lot of those mistakes like taught me a ton. Like I realized like, oh, I do have friendships that aren't truly like, they're probably more situationships than anything. And and then it, it's funny because life- Situationships? Yeah, like as in people just use you for like a specific situation or, you know, yeah, or what it. you I, could do I, for I, them. I just thought that was a very creative way of expressing a, you know. Fake friends. <laughs> yeah, a group of yeah. people. But it's interesting because then I'd hear tidbits of tidbits. things that, yeah, like, for example. No, I get there, it. There's some a period you're, of time. You're so fresh today. There was like a period of time, like like a week, where I was just like really low, like struggling, and it was like kind of prior to a lot of like it was like last year. And then it's funny, I like met up with a friend that I hundred percent trusted, and we got in this discussion. He was like, "Oh yeah, I like," and I heard about like uh, this, and I was like, "How would you have known about that?" There's only like a couple people that would know like because I, I like isolated myself so there was only a few like probably two or three people that actually knew anything and when he told me I was like huh green light that's someone I need to like cut off kind of thing because I was like this is someone who is saying things like you know is respecting you just there's no yeah. respect yeah and I was just like that's a that, big one do your friends but, respect you lush ladies bro backers do you respect your friends and then the more I started doing like now, like the hobbies that I love to do that fill my cup, I've talked about in the pod, like even making the decision with Darling, like my discernment has gone so high and I feel so comfortable with how my life is. Like I'm, I'm starting, that's what helps you get in your power where you can talk confidently and be like who you're meant to be and be on yeah, that that's path. That's when you start living your dream. Yeah. Like you once you fill your life with things that you actually do and you stay true to it no matter what the right people who believe in it like my manager said or like i was talking about like when you sell yourself that's how you attract someone who might be detrimental to you but if you're authentic to yourself the people that pick you up and like this is where the whole law of attraction thing comes i'm not even like finding these jobs like my past three jobs have all come to me because i stayed true to myself and as long as i do my best like people pick up on it that's just how it works it, like they either hear it word of mouth whatever it, it's all the energy exchanges and then they start coming into your life and they pick you up and you get the opportunities and even when i moved to south park like i had my buddy keller um like reach out to me out of nowhere and then i met with my buddy garth the other day and he was like Dude, talking about garth. keller yeah garth's the og boy he's that man and he was like yeah keller like was talking about like how good like the time y'all hung out and then even like the carolina best friends and then other people i met and then i've been able to filter my previous friend circle to more the one where i only hang out with the ones that i actually like know were good choices and i know other friends mm -hmm. will come in and like it, it's just that's how it works and the more you're in your power the more you can be confident and 
you know and it's a and it's a process it's, you're it's, not gonna everyone is yeah. powerful and everyone has a power right so it's it's tapping, that's when you find out where your gifts are right you learn all so about much feeling, about your gifts it's all about finding your gifts and finding your power and embracing the things that you think are the reasons why you're not powerful once you embrace those things you're literally turning coal into a diamond right so you're then changing the energy that you are once before you know once before you were it was it was bringing you down that energy is so strong if you can use that in a positive way it's mind-blowing and that's what essentially what you're trying to do here right you're trying to change the shift of energy within yourself and wow it's 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 amazing and powerful and i send so much bravery to the lush ladies and bro backers everyone out there if anyone is trying to you know battle all these demons just want to soundboard some brown boys you already know the dm is open and, and don't everything. be afraid don't be afraid like get me just during these this pod the last 20 some episodes i went from maybe having one hobby tennis and like starting to now started to attend a ball maybe with vic if he chooses to be my date and go into dancing with the stars and you know and having new friends now and like and is living a healthier lifestyle is dancing with the stars in the ball the same night no two separate nights we got we got two things to suit up for charlotte oh. chic baby yo i'm going to both of you right yeah for sure dude this is some like it's crazy because it's like and we're also honestly we can't really get fucked up at the ball because i actually want to like connect with people yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and yeah, that's you don't have to we don't have to think about and it. your boys uh meeting with an athletic director for servicure to reserve courts uh in charlotte servicure dude love it servicure yeah, social I'm... gonna host a 24 people tournament any lush ladies bro backers in charlotte you join and i'll have a tab at a brewery after that we can all enjoy let's go i mean that's what it comes down to right so what it, what it started out with for rom was just uh just a little bit of a nudge of the of the round ball on the hill right so what what the law of attraction is is like a ball falling down the hill it's just gaining more and more momentum as it goes rom decided to start i mean i'm not gonna speak for rom i want to speak for myself so I started to do the pod. I mean, this was totally out of my comfort zone. This is something that I honestly knew I wanted to do. Like, honestly, deep down in my heart, I knew that I could do this and I know I'm capable and I knew that it would be, you know, where it is now. And, you know, next thing you know, we're going to, you know, the ball and dancing. Like, we're, we're, being, we're being put in positions of success through the slight decisions that we're making in our lives that are just, you know, so minute, but so impactful. So I hope everyone makes a little small decision to get that, that ball rolling, right? It's put, it's put yourself, up, put yourself out there a little bit more, you know, do, do that little thing that you've been nervous about, like go to the rock climbing gym. If you've been wanting to rock climb and I know you're, it's a little nerve wracking just to show up somewhere new, but just, just go walk in the door, talk to the first person, you know, be on a share. It's your first time. You're nervous to be there and you have no idea 
what that's yeah. going to do for you. And you never know, someone might invite you to do something. Like my tennis coach invited me to play golf, and now we play. Like we've played a few times. Like, and you had the awesome doors won't stop like, opening. I'm telling it you, ju- it just keeps coming, and it always comes at the right time when you're ready for it. So just everything take the first happens step. for our time. You're at the right place now. You're literally yeah. right before the ball starts rolling. You you've been preparing your whole entire life for this moment, and that's what it comes down to. I mean, yes. Maybe you haven't been honest with yourself for the past, you know, a couple of years because you knew you know your capability, but you've been mustering it up, you've been, you know, scheming it up, you've been, you know, organizing it up, and now now is your time, right? Like you're perfectly placed. Whether yeah, the thing is, I've the ball seen the will demo- roll tomorrow, tomorrow or not. You know what I mean, Rom? Yeah, and I've seen the demographics. Y'all are all mostly in your twenties to twenty-seven. So shut the fuck up. It's Calling it's way too of, early. All of you out. Out. It's way too early to think that you've lost anything at this time. Like, go for it. It's never too late. You got it. Take the first step. And you know what? Slide in our DMs. Like, you know, learn from my mistake. Where and I'm not even gonna say it's a mistake because I learned from it. That's what makes it not a mistake. But. I had, it required semi-traumatic things to occur, both in my professional and my personal life to get my ball rolling. When you can hear guidance like this, I know sometimes it's tough to resonate with it until you need to hear it. And that's something like we can't ever force upon you, but try, if any of this, even an inkling in your gut feels like it makes sense or it sounds right, like do it now before life is like forcing you into it. Cause that yeah, life will honestly if not don't do it you're you're perfectly placed and the time will come when you feel like you're going to do it and you feel like you're going to you know have a a moment where you remember this this pod and and then you're going to do it but just know that you can do anything you know what i mean bro backers lush ladies you guys can absolutely you can do anything if you can say it you can do it if you can think it it's possible and slide of the DMs, because that shit, you. that shit warms me up when I see that love in the DMs. Or even if you just need help, like, it's awesome. And yeah. that's what makes this pod worth doing. Rom loves giving the loves giving the wisdom. He's right. <laughs> I'm a natural born leader. <laughs> uh, Rom came yeah. from, came from uh, an awakening moment and needing, needing so much uh, guidance to, to now guiding. So... Well, like I said, I they, I look at the lush ladies and bro backers just as I would my close friends. Like if anyone needs help, I'll be there. And this is a platform where I don't concern myself of giving help. Like if it's asked, right? It's we are we are not we are not counselors. We are not legal guidance. We are we are not just we from just our own experience. People that that literally take things apart, understand it, apply it, live it, and reconsider it and love it. You know. We love you guys. Ram, let's sign off. Live, laugh, love, peace. Live, laugh, love, laugh, love, 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 love.